the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With the power of Tandem HR, you are in the fast lane on Main Street with Get Down to Business with Shalom Klein, the show for business and jobs. Now, the champion of networking, the advocate of jobs, the guru of business, your host, Shalom Klein. We are all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here. You are on with Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at ShalomKlein.com. And while you are there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss. Um, our, uh, we are sponsored by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. They have a fantastic blog available on their website, tandemhr.com, or you can call them at 630-928-0510. They are a fantastic resource for business owners, large and small, and a fantastic outsourcing solution for all of you entrepreneurs. And that's what we like to do on this program, offer the resources, offer the expertise, offer the the professionals that can be made available to you. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel. So you don't need to start from scratch every week and think, how am I going to conquer my challenges in my small business? One of those challenges that many people face is actually about uh, hiring, and it's actually about employment. And I know we talk about how uh, how business, uh, how how labor numbers and unemployment is still a little bit too high, um, but the reality is that there are actually a lot of companies that are hiring. On average, there are 250 resumes submitted to every open job listing that's posted online. With so many prospective candidates swimming in that job pool, it can be very difficult for any employer to sort through them all and find the best people to join their expanding staff. Businesses invest a lot of time and to recruit, hire, and train each new employee. But there are several steps and tips that can be followed if you want to attract the very best candidates and convince them to stay put once they have signed on. So I've got some five tips some five tips for you to attract and keep the best employees. A, I know it goes without saying, but you want to let the world know that you're hiring. If you want to attract the maximum number of prospects, you must find an effective and efficient way to expose your available job opportunities to the masses. One study showed that nearly 90% of businesses made plans in 2011 to use social media platforms to recruit qualified candidates, and currently nearly 70% of employers use Facebook to garner information about their prospective candidates, according to RecruiterBox.com. To reach a maximum number of people in a minimum amount of time, you want to post your job listing online through job boards, career websites, and social media profiles. But you also want to proceed with caution when you're recruiting. As I mentioned before, there are hundreds of applications and resumes that are submitted to employers who are hiring. Proceed with a careful and watchful eye to find qualified candidates for the interview process. One study calculates that the average employer will only spend a maximum of seven seconds on a single resume before moving on to the next. That's according to Be Hiring. 
So you want to spend more time to get all of the information that you need from a candidate's resume or application to determine whether or not they are the type of high-quality employee that you want to hire. Remember, if you want superior employees to put in the time and do the work necessary to make your company successful, then you'll need to put in the time to do the work necessary to find them. And, and thirdly, you want to always focus on the power of the team. You only want to hire team players that are passionate about their work and excited about being able to contribute to your team. Hire employees who have the talent and skills required to get the job done, but also have the exemplary attitude and personality to make them pleasant to be around as they work. The reality is, is that you're going to be spending several hours a day, many hours a week, and many, many more hours a month and a year together with these people. You probably want to be with people that aren't just smart, but actually have a good personality. And think about your team. Perhaps you might not be around as often as some of your colleagues that might have to work with this person that you're about to hire. So think about the team approach and how important it is to make sure that you're finding the right person that can gel well with the culture and the team and the personalities you already have in place. And you want to discover what excites your employees. Now that you've taken the steps required to attract and recruit all-star employees, there are several points that need to be considered to actually keep them on the payroll. Yes, you need to create the culture. First, you want to find out what excites and motivates them. Most employees make the mistake of thinking that all of their employees are excited by money, and indeed, people are excited by money. That's not all. That's not the only case. Studies have confirmed that quite a few lo- loyal employees are actually more excited about empl- advancement opportunities, promotions, and other non-monetary incentives, according to the U.S. Small Business Administration, the SBA. After you discover what excites them, use this bait to keep your employees hooked. And you want to give your employees regular pay raises, regardless of how much fun your employees when they have it. When they clock in every day, if you were to stop paying them today, most of them would leave you tomorrow. That goes without saying. And at the end of the day, salaries mean a great deal to employees and their families. Always make room in your company's budget to give your employees regular pay raises. A series of studies confirmed that more than 50% of men and 42% of women claimed that they would leave their jobs without any hesitation if another company offered them more money. That's according to Catalyst.org. And even if you had to cut other overhead expenses, keep in mind that you'll be investing in the life and future health of your company. So from an outsider perspective, it may seem easy to attract and retain employees, but with the increasing unemployment rates within the United States, many employees make the many employers actually make the mistake of believing that they don't have to do very much to keep their employees on the payroll. The bottom line is that to make your employees they, they can come and go as they please. There's a lot of opportunities that are out there. But by following these steps, you'll be able to find effective ways to hire great employees and make them want to stay. So to recap, again, there are a lot of candidates for every position. And I know how many responsibilities you have as a small business owner. You have to do a lot to keep the to turn the lights on to make the payroll. You've got to be involved in selling. You've got to be involved in budgeting and forecasting. You've got to be involved in providing the services needed to your customers. But keep in mind that if you want to build the team and put them in place to help them be successful and you want the team to gel, you've got to make sure you're investing the time and the energy to making sure that you're finding the right candidates. So number one is let the world know that you're hiring. Do a good job of promoting on social media, letting your colleagues and friends know about available employment opportunities within your company, within your organization. You want to proceed with caution when hiring. The survey shows that most employers are only spending seven seconds looking at the average resumes. And you always want to focus on the power of the team, that culture, that team building. Keep in mind that people need to work with each other. 
And you need to discover what excites your employees, find the culture, create the benefits that will allow com- uh, that will allow em- your employees to be happy when they come into work. But with that in mind, keep in mind that all of the culture, all of the best practices of creating the beanbag cushions all over your office won't replace the monetary value. So make sure you're giving companies or actually your employees bonuses at the uh, at the end of every year. Make sure they're being incentivized to do a good job and to grow within the organization. People want advancement opportunities, and it's really important that you provide that. And whether you're a small business or a larger business, that you are providing those sort of uh, resources to make sure that you're competitive with your competitors that are out there. And as always, when we're talking about HR and we're talking about hiring, I recommend our friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. You hear them, you hear about them a lot on this program. Um, we talk about their professional employer organization resources. We talk about their payroll solutions, their benefit solutions. We talk about their help in in assisting you with complying with the Affordable Care Act regulations. But indeed, there are a lot of regulations. Overtime rules are out there. It's yet to be seen and yet to be determined how the new Trump administration will overturn some of those regulations. But at this day, at this point, there are a lot of regulations. And I would be willing to bet that most of you small business owners don't know exactly how you're going to comply with every single one of these regulations, or let alone, you probably don't even know what all of the regulations actually are. So if you want to be educated and you want a free consultation on the process, talk to our friends at Tandem HR, your solution sense. You can find them online, tandemhr.com. They have a fantastic blog that I quote from quite a bit on this program, as well as, uh, again, a team of professionals that are available for free consultations. So take advantage, 630 630-9280510, 630-9280510. And actually, coming up after this quick break, we'll be having an expert from Tandem HR join us to discuss some of the services that they provide um, to companies like yours. And they provide services to big companies, to small companies. Regardless of your size, you need to be in compliance because otherwise uh, you will be shut down. You will be shut down. And Uncle Sam does not take pity on companies that uh, that just say my dog ate my homework or say that I, I, I've had a challenging year. I'm just too small. They're expecting full compliance with all uh, new regulations, whether it's about the overtime rules, health care, Affordable Care Act compliance, lots of things that you need to keep on your radar. That's what we try to do for you here on Get Down to Business, offering you those resources to make sure that you have them. Talk to professionals that can mentor you, that can guide you. And indeed, we've had over 200 guests on Get Down to Business over the past uh, two years, and uh, their podcasts are all available on my website, shalomkline.com, a wealth of content and information you will not want to miss. So download podcasts, shalomkline.com. There's events, there's blogs, there's resources that are available. And on my website, you could actually find a way to support my upcoming run in late January in the Las Vegas Marathon. I'll be running in support of Chicago Yachad, a fantastic organization helping children, young adults with special needs with developmental disabilities. Support my run by visiting shalomkline.com. More instructions are available there. Um, but we've got a lot more for you coming up after the break, including a professional from Tandem HR. You're listening to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. And we will be right back. We are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You're listening to Get Down to Business, and I'm your host, Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomkline.com. While you're there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. So I'm thrilled to be joined by Ryan Heyman from Tandem HR. 
Um, and uh, Ryan, you are an expert on all things professional employer organization um, and the services provided by Tandem HR, and there are indeed many. Uh, I, shameless plug, but uh, I get so much content and information from uh, from your blog on your website, tandemhr.com, and, and the team of professionals are just fantastic. So, Ryan, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, uh, let's start with the basics of a small business. Small business owners have so many things that they need to take care of, especially as they enter the world of employment. There's some benefits that need to be offered. There's payroll that needs to be offered. What kind of services are offered by Tandem HR to help ease the burden, ease the stress, and save time uh, from entrepreneurs? Well, actually, our largest competitor for a, uh, a PEO um, a professional employer organization, is actually what they call multi-vendor. So we go to companies and, and talk to them about you know, a single-source solution and uh, efficiencies and economies of scale, and they tell us in most cases that they have their payroll with a separate vendor, they have someone who manages their benefits, and it may be an insurance broker, someone who manages their COBRA, um, maybe their uh, on insurance claims, uh, another broker that handles their workers' comp, things like that. So those are very time-consuming, um, single elements of running a business. And a lot of times you have, you know, just one or two people, or in most cases, some of the, the C-level people are, are managing that. And really, they should be focusing on running their business and getting new clients and being optimizing how uh, they they manage their services and products that they take to the market. That's a great point, Ryan. When when somebody's in business, if they're running a law firm, they probably should be focused on on practicing law and servicing their clients and allowing a team of professionals like those at Tandem HR to do uh, to do what they do best as well. Um, so that's a really good point. But let's break it down into the into the bite sized pieces. Um, a, a small business, a small firm, as the case may be, uh, hires their first employee. And they need to uh, provide payroll services. They need to provide some level of benefits. Talk, uh, walk us through the process of how a small business owner should look at conquering these challenges and getting started. Sure. Well, every company wants to be able to attract and retain kind of superstar employees. They want to re- don't want employee turnover that costs money. Uh, they want to mitigate employer risk and contain cost, uh, not just short-term, but on a long-term basis, year over year. Um, and with an aggregated PEO platform, they are in that large component, that pool, if you will, that allows them that ongoing economies of scale. But in answer to your question, there's, there's a handful, there's actually five things that come with the program. One is an HR service team. So these are people that are specialized within a certain industry, within a certain, um, uh, you know, if it's manufacturing or whatever, they then can get a specified service team that's familiar with their product. Um, Domain expertise, they help with onboarding, they help with benefits enrollment, INIs, W4s, all of that is completely automated, automated. The next one is payroll. <clears throat> With Tandem, you get a specific payroll service team, and that is managed. So it's not like you know AB 
payroll online, whatever, you get your checks, and that's it. This is a complete managed service team um, that does your tax remitting and filing, real-time entry. Um, you get previews. It's all handled through the cloud HR <clears throat> platform that, that Tandem uses. Um, thirdly, there is the benefits component. So that is creating a robust benefits component for the small to medium-sized business. So they don't have to go to one, two, three, four different brokers, and they don't have to go to those benefits brokers as a 50-person company or a 100-person company. They're going now to the broker with ten, through tandem with tens of thousands of people. So, again, that uh, uh, economy of scale. That's absolutely fascinating, and and yeah. one of the uh, one of the things that uh, as we move into 2017, that uh, you can't avoid is technology. So I know there's a term that's knocked around about uh, you know cloud servers, cloud this, cloud that. We're all walking around with a lot of different technology that's that's made available. How is how is Tandem embraced technology and frankly embraced the cloud as well um, for HR platforms? Great question. There was two more. One was risk management and compliance and regulation, which I was going to just touch on briefly um, in terms of managing your EPLI, your workers' compensation, um, and those things for the company. But the fifth component is the cloud HR technology. And we are very proud to have rolled out kind of the latest and greatest um, cloud HRIS platform uh, Prism HR. They actually manage 64,000 plus companies that run through the HR cloud. 1.8 million employees use it for payroll benefits and HR, and 50 billion in annual payroll is processed through this particular platform. So we're very excited that Tandem has partnered with Prism. And everything is through the same portal. Time and attendance, um, maybe uh, expense management, um, your benefits, your onboarding, your offboarding, um, disciplinary action, terminations. Um, you can do everything online now. So there's no manual paper. It's 100% paperless. That sounds quite robust, and for a uh, for a small organization that might uh, might not have a an HR manager, but where a C level person, the owner, might be administering things themselves, is the platform user friendly and easy enough for them to, uh, to 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 use as the interface between them and Tandem HR, and for them to keep track of perhaps time off and things like that? How user friendly is the platform? Well, the benefit of this particular platform, Prism, is they only specialize in small to medium-sized business. So that is their specialty within the PEO platform. So they are very, very used to having these smaller businesses and have gotten the feedback over the last years of, hey, change this, simplify this, do this. Personally, I have done HRIS demos um, with other companies for over 10 years. Some of the the best, you know, they claim the best technology out of Silicon Valley. Handling those myself, I have actually been through many demos now with Prism HR, and it is incredible how, <clears throat> excuse me, how um, 
user-friendly the user interface is. Very, very easy to not just the managers and the reports that they need, but the, the employee-level interface and actually walking through and <laughs> hiring a new employee or direct deposits or whatever they may may need is incredibly easy. And I would recommend um, anyone out there, if they want to just take a look at it, I can set up a quick 30-minute webinar and show you literally your return on investment and what you will be getting with just a, a platform glimpse at uh, Prism HR. Fantastic. Well, Chicago, there you have it, small business owners. There's a fantastic solution for you to at least alleviate one of the many headaches. I can't, I can't say that Ryan Hammond can alleviate all of your headaches. Maybe that's what Tylenol and Advil are for. Um, but, Ryan, you've got some great solutions to help small business owners um, all over. So, uh, you know, folks that want to set up that 30-minute webinar or want to discuss further, uh, Ryan, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, email is rhayman, R-H-A-Y-M-A-N, at tandem, H-R, T-A-N-D-E-M-H-R.com. And phone number, best line, is 773-567-0159. I'd be happy to give you a quick demo or discuss uh, discuss how we can get some short- and long-term cost containment and savings in there for you. Fantastic. Ryan Heyman of Tandem HR, as I mentioned earlier, a fantastic resource for small business owners that are looking to outsource and save outsource and, and save on money, outsource and save their, their stress. And their website has a fantastic blog, tandemhr.com. Um, but reach out to Ryan, set up that uh, the Prism HR demo. Really, really uh, fantastic resource for small business owners. Ryan, we appreciate your time. We'll be sure to check back in with you soon. But Chicago, we've got a lot more for you coming up after this quick break. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Get down to business. We'll be back right after this quick break. So welcome back to Get Down to Business. We are all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship, and all about providing the helpful content, the tips, the information to ensure that you can be successful. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel when you go into the office every week. You don't need to think about the uh, about new uh, things that you need to accomplish. You can actually look at precedent and talk to other professionals, hear from experts that we have every week on this program uh, that can tell you how they've done it, how they've struggled sometimes in business, but how they've gotten and taken those businesses to the next level. So the very first thing that almost any startup has to do is set up their domain. If you're smart, you're setting up a website as quickly as possible. But you also don't want to uh, correspond with people from your Gmail account or your Yahoo account. You want to have an email domain, uh, which is the same as your website. No one wants to build their own mail server infrastructure anymore. It simply doesn't make sense. So I've been a Microsoft fan. I'm not much of an Apple person that much, but being a Microsoft fan, I was initially all about choosing Office 365, but it truly is a difficult decision. I'm involved with several clients and helping them make that decision of what do we do, which domain, which hosted platform do we use for email uh, email servers and email hosting. I really see the value in Office 365. It's pretty awesome. And I've used both Google Apps and Office 365, giving both several weeks of, well, dedicated but forced use. Both are super easy to set up and administer. You can buy your domain and get your email up and running within minutes. And after everyone had a chance to use both, we came back with the same conclusion that Google Apps is actually the best solution for most small businesses. 
My decision had absolutely nothing to do with cost because the fact is that both work out to about the same price. At the end of the day, the decision all boiled down to one thing. That's about Gmail. Gmail is the gateway drug for Google Apps, and Google knows this. Office 365 Mail is not the same as Outlook.com for some reason. Gmail is the only cross-platform cloud email that allows for instant search, massive archives, ease of use. Everybody compliments me how I'm able to find messages super quickly. I can find attachments from my phone, from my computer, because I do a good job of archiving that information, and Gmail makes that process as simple as possible. So as you're thinking about running your business and you're thinking about the contracts that you're going to need to look up, the employment agreements, the uh, the the marketing selling sheets that you've created, you don't ever need to download an email client to use it. And there's better instant cloud search versus local search for any email ever in large archives. There's also many third-party cloud plugins that just work with Gmail. Gmail is universally the same across all devices, and thus it's that same gateway drug that I mentioned to Google Apps. Once you start working with the productivity tools, you realize that calendaring on Outlook is much better than Google Apps. Excel, PowerPoint, and Word all be sheets, slides, and docs, hands down. Those are pluses for Microsoft. Things like font management, financial modeling, and effective presentations are all Office 365 all day long for sure. That's where they excel. Real-time collaboration on Google is much better. You could tell it was built from the cloud up. Google Drive is much easier to administer than OneDrive. Google makes it very easy to share, search, and access domains from virtually any computer, from any device, anywhere. And uh, Drive has quickly become the core of everything we do in business. SharePoint is really pretty bad. And it tries to rationalize that difference. It just doesn't make sense. So we may not all be big companies. We might not be at that enterprise class level. But today's startups are indeed tomorrow's large companies. And Microsoft needs to get more people at every accelerator and co-working space using Office 365 without ever thinking about it. They need to make it easy and automated so the growth happens organically rather than through sales motions or through blog posts. People have to just want to use it just because. So how does Microsoft drive immediate usage and significant startup interest to Office 365 apps like Word, PowerPoint, and Excel? They need to make it fully compatible with Google Apps. They should create a third-party app for Google Apps, fully compatible with Drive, Gmail, and Acrobat Reader from Adobe. Microsoft can introduce better calendaring for Gmail with integrated Skype and Hangouts for That would be a huge bonus. They should make it free for a short period and maybe charge a little bit of a subscription after that. I think people would jump on that, um, myself included, and I'd love to hear from entrepreneurs out there. You could always give me your feedback on these tips uh, by visiting my website, shalomkline.com. Um, I, uh, I run these, these applications for many clients and I did choose Gmail. I did choose Google apps. We, like many startups will likely not switch email providers at this point. Again, Gmail is just too simple and it's too good to cancel, but we're more than happy to add on quality apps that make workforce more productive. Basically I'm saying it's, I'm not sure it makes sense to wage war against establishment systems. Instead, Microsoft should embrace other partnerships Office apps are awesome, but the truth is that Office and Exchange, it's just not as simple as Gmail. So I would encourage you, it's all about productivity in small business. You need to find good collaboration tools, good calendar tools, good contact management tools, and Gmail and Google has it. They don't have the best Office uh, platform. Um, Google Drive is nice that you could create a document, but I'd, I wouldn't aim for that. So what I do is I have my Gmail, I have my Google Calendar, but then I have the full office suite on my computer. 
That's what works for me. I'd love to hear your feedback about what's working for you. Uh, This is the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We love hearing from our guests. We love to hear about new ideas. Maybe there's a new product that's out there, new software that's available we just don't know about yet. And uh, the only way to make that happen is by contacting me through my website, shalomkline.com. Hey, you could be the next guest on Get Down to Business. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests still on the program coming up. We'll be right back after this quick break. You can get to my website, shalomkline.com, where you can give me your feedback, contact me, but also download podcasts from past episodes of Get Down to Business. We'll be right back after this very quick break. Don't touch that dial, Chicago. Get Down to Business will return in a moment. So when you're entering a store, um, what do you look for? Most com- most customers want to see an employee make a genuine effort to acknowledge and assist them. If a customer is in a hurry, I might just be looking for one specific item and may need the assistance of an employee. However, if I'm ignored and my time is wasted wasting, waiting for help, I'll move on to another store. With so many online and physical retail options available now, if that first store doesn't satisfy my needs, there's almost always another one that will. Whether it's a restaurant and you're looking for food, chances are there's another sushi place down the block. Chances are there's another pizza place. Chances are there's other places that you can go to find the items that you're looking for. That's in regards to food. What about the services that you're looking for? As a small business owner, time is money. And if you're looking for a, uh, for a vendor that can provide resources to you, whether it's service or product, chances are when you're going to be looking for good customer service that will save you time and money. So uh, while the store or the business might very well have what you need, uh, poor customer service may cost them my business. So greeting the customer can often be the most important aspect to closing a sale. I've got some five tips for you to ensure that your customers never walk out your door dissatisfied. If you're running a retail operation, you want to always smile with your greeting. Sam Walton was probably on something when he hired employees to specifically greet customers entering the store. Yes, we've all seen it. We've all been at Walmart. We've seen the greeters. We've seen the people that are smiling. They, I think they used to give out little smiley face stickers. I don't know if they still do that. But customers want to hear words of greeting and see a smile. If the employee at the door appears grumpy and doesn't even offer a simple hello, welcome to Walmart, that customer will most likely start their shopping experience in a different place or certainly in a different mood. And stop what you're doing. No matter how important what you're doing is, chances are you're working on a really important project or maybe you have a family member that's in crisis and you're on the phone with them. Remember that the customer is very important. If you're stocking the shelf or taking inventory, while those jobs are very important to the everyday functions of your business, the customer is the reason you're stocking the shelves. Customers should be greeted within 30 seconds of entering the store. You want to stand up from your task and offer a smile and word of greeting. After offering assistance, you could return to your other responsibilities and show don't tell. When the customer enters your store, they'll most likely inquire about a specific product. Rather than sending them to aisle 19, somewhere near the middle or, or the fifth or seventh shelf down, walk with them to that aisle. Take the time to show them exactly where the product is. It will only take a few seconds and your customer will appreciate your time and effort. And ask questions. Consider a hair salon that stocks dozens of different products that offer many different functions. If a customer comes in and wants hairspray, selling them just any hairspray won't do. You may specifically ask them the type of hold, scent, and liquid spritz or mist that they're looking for. And rather than deal with the complaint future, uh, in the future, when the product doesn't serve the desired function, take a moment to ask further, often imperative questions. And make sure you're dressing professionally. Yes, I know that should seem like an obvious one, 
But because you'll often be the first face that a prospective customer will see, you want to make sure you dress and act professionally. Avoid wearing provocative outfits that might offend customers. Rather, choose conservative, professional outfits, obviously depending what type of business you're in, that are appropriate for your work environment. If you, prevent, if you present a neat, groomed appearance, your customers will will feel more comfortable during a sales transaction. The second a prospective customer walks through the door, they'll be analyzing many aspects of your business. You want to make sure you offer them a warm, professional greeting, assistance, and quality customer service. Ignoring or downplaying that importance is dangerous for your company's success. As Sam Walton from Walmart once said, there's only one boss, and that's the customer, and he can fire everybody in the company from the chairman on down simply by spending his money somewhere else. So keep in mind, I'd love to hear... What uh, what customer service tactics your small business, whether you're in the retail business or in the service business, what you are offering? I'd be curious to know uh, because it's all about learning best practices. Everybody can always improve. And uh, email etiquette is really important. We talk about that a lot on the program, making sure that you're responding in a timely manner, making sure that you're that you are greeting people professionally. Uh, with the hello or the hi and ending emails on the proper note, answering the phone properly. Yes, answering the phone is really important, doing it with a smile on your face, providing the the right tagline and making sure you're being consistent across the company, making sure that whether you answer the, the phone or you have an employee that's answering the phone, you need to make sure that it's consistent and across the board and it's being done professionally and responsibly. If you're running a retail presence, we talked about some of those tips about greeting your customers with a smile uh, dressing professionally and making sure that you're giving your customers your undivided attention. And that's a really important point. Every small business owner should know that. I know we're all multitasking. We all have a lot of responsibilities on our plate. We have a lot of customers that are dying and tugging for our attention at any given point in time. But when you get a call, you need to make that person uh, your number one responsibility. There's nothing more important to you than your customers. As I mentioned before, if you're stocking the shelves and somebody walks in, I know you're busy stocking that shelf, but the reason you're stocking the shelf is standing in front of you. They're the ones that pay for the shelves to be stocked. They pay your rent. They pay your payroll. They make sure that your salary is going to be provided. Again, it cannot be underemphasized how important it is to make sure that your employees are getting the right training to make sure that they are providing the same level of customer service that you know is important um, to you and that you would provide to your customers. Make sure everybody across the board provides that same level of experience. Lots more tips available for you on our website, shalomkline.com. That's also where you can download podcasts from Get Down to Business, a show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Check it out online, uh, shalomkline.com. We have a fantastic uh, a library of podcasts from past weeks on this program, including some sneak peeks of who's going to be on next week on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. We are powered by our good friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. You can find them online, tandemhr.com, or give them a call to request a free consultation, 630-928-0510, 630-928-0510. But believe it or not, there's more for you coming up after this quick break. You're listening to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Shalom Klein. And as we enter 2017, we've got some great best practices for you. We'll be sharing more of those coming up for you after this quick break. Chicago, don't touch that dial. You're listening to the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. And 
now it's time for your business tip of the week, which can be heard daily on the morning show at 7.30 a.m. right here on AM560, The Answer. I talk a lot about networking tips, and I talk a lot about time management tips. I want to make sure that you have those tools as we enter 2017 to make sure you're as productive and effective as possible. I use uh, Google Calendar for almost everything. I block out time on my calendar for uh, for pretty much every single task and responsibility that I have to do. Um, so whether it's an appointment, often I block out 50 minutes for that for that appointment. If it's a task, I'll often block out 20 minutes for that task. Um, and by the way, that's an important tip as well. Try to get into the habit of not blocking out a full hour for a meeting. This will give you 10 minutes at the end to write down important notes and details that might allow you to follow up. So for example, I might be sitting with John and I might promise an introduction to John, promise that I'm going to make something happen. By giving myself the 10 minutes of a wiggle room at the end of the conversation, I can make sure I have the time to... uh, blocked out to to accomplish that. Maybe I'll need to write down a few notes as well. If I need to do a task, the same thing applies. I might be able to squeeze in several tasks into a short period of time. That's because I'm blocking them out on my calendar for a shorter amount of time. So time management is really important. I use calendars for everything. Some people are task-oriented people. I know my father is probably listening today on Get Down to Business, uses a checklist, and he has a checklist here, there, everywhere. He has a check, checklist at home, a checklist at the office, check checklist in the car. Chance are he has a checklist in the yard while he's walking the dog as well, where he's able to make lists of all of those things that he needs to do uh, to get done in the house, whether it's household items or work-related items. I use a calendar and I block out the time literally for everything, dry cleaning, laundry, going out to dinner, and so on. By the way, inviting people to your events, it helps ensure that they will stay on track for their appointments as well. So for example, if you're having dinner with somebody and you want to ensure that they don't blow you off, they don't miss that appointment, take the time to invite them, send send an email to them with that calendar, that that, that ICS or calendar invite um, from Microsoft Outlook or Gmail uh, that ensures that it will be put on their calendar and they will actually get a reminder as well. But whatever system you use, have a system put in place that you can that you can take advantage of and you can point to. And no matter what the case is, it never gets any easier tomorrow and it won't happen on its own. Busy people only get busier. And you might think that you know that on Sunday you need to drop something off for somebody. Chances are you're going to forget it. You might think that that you have the best memory in the world. I, I know I have a pretty good memory, but I use a calendar for all of these things. Contact management is important as well. I meet a lot of people every single week. I save people's business cards. I actually put them into my email database. I add people on LinkedIn almost immediately after I meet with them. I use Gmail for a lot of my email functions, and I downloaded a widget called Reportive. Reportive allows me to immediately see what social networks people are on, um, and I can immediately follow them on Twitter, friend them on Facebook, add them as a connection on LinkedIn. These are all productivity tools that allow me to squeeze in as much as possible onto my schedule uh, as as possible. And I've got these tips posted on my website, shalomkline.com, but I'd love to hear from our listeners about what works for you. I want to hear how you are being effective, what your plans are in 2017 to ensure that you can squeeze in as much as possible. We all have busy days. We all try to squeeze in even, even more. Our guests provide fantastic information, and we've got a fantastic lineup of guests in the upcoming weeks on Get Down to Business. We'll make time management a priority as well to make sure that we're talking about this important subject. But again, I use Calendar. I use, uh, I use my Google Calendar. I use Gmail. I uh, calendar everything. I'm not a task-oriented person. I keep track of my business cards. I block out my appointments in 50-minute 50 50 increments 
phone calls and tasks in 20 to 25 minute increments, which gives me the wiggle room to make sure that I'm keeping notes and making sure I'm following through on the things that I'm promising over to people. And that's my commitment to you guys here on Get Down to Business. We've got a fantastic gear in store on Get Down to Business. We'll be providing fantastic content, guests, information, entrepreneurs that will help you succeed in business. You can always get on my website, shalomkline.com, where you can download podcasts from Get Down to Business. We are powered by our friends at Tandem HR, your solution center. Find them online, tandemhr.com, or give them a call, 630-928-0510, 630-928-0510. They'll provide you with a free consultation if you call them, and you tell them Shalom from Get Down to Business send you to success. Let's get down to business. We'll talk to you next Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on AM560, The Answer. For the past week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.